0: Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Aquafina. And we are a comic relief for your reality. Shit is
1: real, but it's funny. funny.
0: This podcast represents the opinions of Molly and Aquafina in no way is connected to our employees or associated business partners. This content is for information purposes only. Thank you and
1: enjoy. Welcome back to Molly and Aquafina, episode six, you guys. (sighs) Welcome back. Welcome back welcome
0: welcome back. Back. as always thank you for liking and commenting and subscribing we greatly greatly appreciate you all amen Jesus. Okay. and happy women's history month Did happy women's history. Day. i am so proud to be a
1: black woman i mean yeah me too yeah. <laughs> you had to think about it <laughs> It was a long, it was a long, hard (laughs) poll. Yeah, we got to be proud, you know? Yes, but like Molly said, thank you guys for subscribing and liking and sharing. And thank you to our little DPs for sending us questions and things. And thank you for all of the support. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Continue to do so. Continue to tell a friend. To tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell your mama. Tell your grandma. Tell your grandpa. Tell your sister. Tell your brother. Tell your cousin. Tell your uncle. And your aunties and your aunties. <laughs> and your aunties and the people at the church. Yeah, yes. bring them to the whole We be cursing. <laughs> I- I'll be cursing and tell them to bring the communion crackers and the Welch's grape juice. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> what do we have today? All right, we're going to start with Black culture. Is that first? Is that what you have down? We can hit them with a little politics. Let's see what's going on over there. Uh, politics. I'm sorry, you guys. I am all mixed up today. And yep. All right, let's start off with the hey, politics. girl. Hey. politics hey. as usual. The White House is still white. Oh. <laughs> the
0: Black community is still very much so Black. So... Oh, right. The Senate has passed Joe Biden and the crew bill to get these funds out the door. I heard. The American Rescue Plan, I believe it's a $1.9 trillion relief well. package. What, $1.9 trillion oh, oh. Relief package. If you have not had the chance to um read how these dollars will be allocated. I strongly <laughs> encourage you to do so. <laughs> do it and do it immediately so you can really understand where these funds um, will be going. And if I'm yep. not mistaken, there was a $15 minimum wage. And I believe that that was one of the things in the plan that is on hold. Unhold it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that and don't wait for 2025 for that to be a thing. Excuse me, is that the is that the That's time for the thing. thing? So it's not all at one time you'll get that $15 as a minimum wage. It's like oh, over, wow. over the years the time you get to, I believe 2025, you should be at a $15 um, minimum wage, which is come on. We you can't pay me. We can't wait to 2025. Give it to us now. And then when we get to 2025, let's revisit something else. Revisit know? and it should increase. Like it should increase. What's he? I said expeditiously. <laughs> 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 Throw <laughs> some speed on it. Seriously. There's so many people that are living in poverty. And paycheck to paycheck, paycheck. Paycheck to paycheck. That you could really This is how the increase could really change someone's life. Um, that may be making well
1: below minimum wage. So yeah, go and in out, out and below minimum wage in the first place. But they definitely shouldn't have to wait that long to receive an increase. That's kind of it's mean.
0: And if you are a business owner and you are in the position to pay your employees, pay them well. Um, try to make sure that you are doing the best that you can do in your position. Because again, fifteen dollars is not guaranteed until twenty
1: twenty five, and that's kind of crazy. Um, I don't even think I should mention this. I, I mention it. Go ahead. But, oh, the Texas governor. Oh, here you go with your good
0: friend. <laughs> said the hell with be. the mask and is allowing businesses to bust it wide open. Oh, at full <laughs> capacity. Okay, so don't worry about the mask. Don't worry about the six feet. We just wide open out here in Texas. God bless you
1: all. Don't worry about the mask. Wait a minute. Was that a thing? That's a thing.
0: So where I'm at right now, any funding that's going to Texas, just bring it back to the other states. Obviously you don't want it. Do you want the vaccine? Do you care about these things? Like, What's the purpose of now deciding to open full capacity i mean we've been in mass for a very long time it feels like and we've not been able to sit at restaurants and bars and all of those good things but i don't believe that now is the time for you to say okay whatever it's not i time. mean so
1: god be open you. it up. open it up okay that's okay but y'all just open it up and busting it wide open with no protection like what no is going protection on? none
0: <laughs> just out here free just out here
1: laying it low and spreading it wide for the whole
0: state. Literally <laughs> laying it low and spreading it wide across the whole state. Um, what is going on
1: over there?
0: Oh shakana like what is
1: going on over there?
0: <laughs> I actually am okay with my mask, you know. Me I too. Went to, um Sephora to pick up some products. And the young lady was like. So are you gonna keep your mask on i said sis this, this mask is a part of me now <laughs> Yeah,
1: this is it's it's above me it's, now sis. it's staying on it's here it's here, it's here. and but yeah. i don't mind it now i now understand why the asian community has been doing it for so long like it just you know i i used to be one of those people in and the, the people in the nethery like everybody has a mask on here what are y'all protecting yourselves from and why can't I protect myself? Why are you not giving out masks at the door? Why am I inhaling all the toxins and fumes? Like, so I get it now and I definitely don't mind it. And being a cosmetologist and a hairstylist, I definitely don't mind wearing the mask while I'm at the shop to protect me from inhaling these chemicals so it's a thing and and i like it and it's going to stay with me and it's gonna yeah stick. i'm i'm definitely
0: here for it until i'm pretty sure there is going to be some evidence to show that wearing masks for a long period of time is going to cause some type of health condition i'm pretty oh sure yeah they are, but when i do take it off, off i feel a little nasal like i'm like oh i feel a little a little nasal when you, really- you take it
1: off you do feel like a <sighs>
0: like,
1: yeah like sensation so I get it, especially when you're at the gym. Oh, when I'm at the gym. Like, oh, Baby, that sounds outside. different with the mask on. <laughs> I get outside like, oh,
0: breathe, breathe. It's it something different. But yeah, I'm not opposed to the mask. Currently, I will be wearing my mask. Um,
1: Moving forward, I will be. You will not yeah, probably okay. catch me out here. no problems out of me either. The mask is where it's at, people. Keep them on. Keep yourself safe. What do we have next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Let's hit him with some black culture. Hey. Okay. So for black culture, we have Jay-Z selling half of his champagne brand, Ace of Spades, to the owner of Don Perignon, um, the Moha- and Hennessy Louis Vuitton Corporation, which is also known as LVMH. Um, supposedly, it was a... Don Perignon took like a 50% stake in the Jay-Z champagne brand, And the reason being, one of the reason being was because LVMH was working to appeal to a more diverse clientele. So that was the first portion. I got to tell the second portion of the Jay-Z thing that was going on. So the other big deal that Jay-Z did within the same, what, one week, two week span was that he sold majority of his stake in the Tidal Music Streaming Service to Jack Dorsey, who is the owner of Square. And for the people that are not aware of what Square is, it is a mobile payment firm. And we all know that Tidal is a video and audio music streaming service. Now, I have two questions. Matter of fact, no, I'm gonna say three questions. The first question is, is this cultural appropriation the second question is why would a music streaming company and a financial service company join forces? And the third question is how would artists benefit from this, this change this, with the title situation? So the first, I guess we can stick to the first question. Is this cultural appropriation? Um, I'm gonna
0: say, <laughs> no <laughs> I believe that you know you get these celebrities and these famous people and they bring you in with the black
1: this is for black yeah. people this is a black see she black put card. up the, the two fingers the black
0: <laughs> the blacks they pull that black card and you're just like oh okay I'm going to support it because it's black mm-hmm. And then once it gets to a certain level and you have collected all of our black dollars now mm-hmm. you decide to do something else with the The black money the black dollar listen to somewhere else that may not now be beneficial for black people but this goes back to guys we have to hold those receipts when people tell us well you know this is going to be a plan or a business that is going to support and uplift black artists in many different ways so now we have to sit and wait okay well jay what's the next move now you had title this was for a platform for artists um artists of color, and now you decided to sell it to someone that is very much so not with the melanin in the skin. <laughs> so, you know, it looks real me and AZ to me. me. But I still, I trust JC. <laughs> I do. I think that he's doing something. There you go him. again. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Jay, don't you let go, me Give him the benefit of the doubt. You love
1: giving him the benefit of the doubt.
0: <laughs> and I know Blue is over here in the corner like, Daddy, don't forget what you said now. Because you know, you're be checking. <laughs> We'll be checking them okay <laughs> okay she's like oh dad wait don't do that so yeah i'm waiting to see what's the next move with um with title
1: and so tonight. my stance with it was i was all for jay-z with the whole ace of spades champagne brand because he used to promote uh what was that crystal all the time but allegedly they had a lot of like racial i guess it was like allegedly some type of racial stuff going on with that so he created or he created his own hype for the ace of spades brands i was all for it all right he black got the champagne popping all right let's get it i could never afford it i never drank any of it but you know i was all for it but um having i feel like the 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 lvmh brand is such a big brand I felt like it could have been. He could have pulled somebody else. I get it. It's a business decision. It's a business deal. You gotta pull. You gotta pull the top people with. You gotta put the top people with the top people. But having them buy into it, it just makes me not want to support it, even though I've never been able to support it before. But if given the chance, I probably wouldn't now. Um, versus when it was just solely just him. Now, going back to my question, do I think it's cultural appropriation? I would say a little bit because you have the LVMH brand trying to work towards a more diverse clientele, meaning that basically you didn't have a black clientele and you're trying to go towards more in that direction. Exactly. So it's like, mm, you're buying into us. You know, we love Jay-Z. You know, people worship Jay-Z. He has a fan base. You know, he's a businessman. People follow that. People people are inspired by that. So you know that some people are going to buy into the Jay-Z brand and image himself because of it.
0: Yeah. And for that business company, it's probably a, a smart business move. You know, people... <clears throat> At the end of the day, I think a lot of businesses. I'm not going to say they don't care about the people, but they just trying to make sure that they secure their own bag and their own check. So, and that so was so is a real thing out here. People just don't care. So if they can pull in someone that is popular and well liked and respected in the black community, then yeah, that's probably what they're going to do. But the question is, why is that person? Who is liked, respect, respected? I can't say I can't speak to that. And All the right. black community <laughs> would to cross over to the other side and do business with them, knowing that that's why they want to do business with them. It's a question that we just gonna have to call Jay up real quick and
1: ask them. I'm, I'm gonna have to hit. I'm going have to hit up Rock Nation because you know my second thing is the whole title of uh, streaming service situation. I don't understand, and maybe somebody can email us messages, us, send us something i'm just trying to understand how a how would it make sense for you know a financial services company and then a music streaming service to like collab or what what is that going to do for the title artist what is that going to do for the title artist that have stake in the title company like what is going to be the benefit i thought that you know title was created to benefit the artists and keep music streaming services going, and I, I just I just don't know how square and title mix. Like, what is he going to bring to the table? You know, it that's a that's a great question. And we look at a lot of
0: businesses that I'm like, well, how did you get to do that? One minute you were making this, and now you're making that, and I guess it's just making your brand bigger. By just tapping into a whole lot of different things. You know, I'm still trying to figure out how we got Johnson Johnson out here making
1: vaccines. Uh, not that I trust you. They can't inject me with nothing, but... <laughs> yeah. How? Because y'all couldn't even get the baby powder right. You, you know can't know? get here <laughs> with baby powder, okay?
0: Well, right? <laughs> so y'all was messing up with the baby y'all, powder. Y'all was
1: allegedly giving people cancer. I, I, I and now we
0: want to trust you, you know? to tap into the medicine world and give us a vaccine. So Jay-Z... Uh-huh. I mean,
1: I'm sure there's a bigger, a bigger picture. It's got to be some type of underlying. You, I mean, one thing I thought about was like, okay, Square, maybe Bitcoin, maybe, maybe it got some type of something. something somebody just need to connect the dots for me. Maybe Jay Z will be ever so kind to <laughs> put out some type of press release to let the people understand. What this business move is really, really about. But, but um uh, he's a smart man, so I'm sure it's something up his sleeve. Absolutely, I'm sure.
0: He's gonna pop I'm out, sure. and, you know, all proceeds go
1: to mid row front, like <laughs> row and uh, double, 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 double something, you know, or black businesses and stuff. something. It's gonna be hopefully it's something. It's gonna be something what's the next thing we have for black culture oh the nike vp's um nike vp resigning because of her son yeah I uh, about that you know uh taking her credit card and purchasing 133k and shoes to resell uh i just want to say sneakers at counter days like i told you guys on the complex like, sneaker comment thing you know i just count your days okay because now we know why nobody was hitting on the sneakers app is because your son hey, I'm gonna say that the home.
0: sneaker apps are definitely definitely rigged. <laughs> <laughs> they are rigged. Um I've never ever. So let me just say this. So the his mother was the vice president working in that position with Nike. She had yes. access to all of these releases that a uh, typical oh, you and I can't get our hands on, right? Cannot. So this young man. What if these sneakers were gifted to him? You know, his mom was like, ah, oh, they gave me some sneakers a day. I work out on one. Here you go. And now he's selling them.
1: No, ain't no way in hell. Ain't no way in hell. And he had his own damn kit store, his own. He just store decided to make this go
0: more public. And then people decided, you know, people do the investigation. We have so many investigators and they dig Listen, into that and they found out who his mother was.
1: I'm going to say this. Your mother stepped down because she knew about the fuck shit. That's first and foremost, okay? She knew about the your fuck shit. Stepped
0: down because Nike probably was like, all right, listen, this is what we want. We
1: still going to cut you a check, but you got to step down. You know, your son got caught. You know, we okay. think little ass was going to get caught. So that you can keep your position or, you know, go somewhere else within the company or go work for Adidas. Take your ass over to Adidas. We saw what you did for us. Go do that for them bottom line is you knew what your son was doing he was racking up 133k on your credit card who in the company is going to tell the vp hey your son he but there are so many people out here who sell sneakers and overprice them so many people do 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 that because they are not the son of the nike vp or maybe they just haven't got caught yet as somebody. It doesn't matter. They're nobodies if they somebody
0: from a Your
1: mother works for the company. Your mother works for the, you took, you had her credit card. So you're trying to tell me that all these purchases this man made, you didn't see the mother's name running across. <laughs> oh, oh, my geez. mama works for Kraft macaroni and cheese. I'm going to be out
0: here selling blue boxes of macaroni and cheese. Okay. This man saw an opportunity. He took it. it they wasn't stealing it. They purchased it with the money. He just so happened to take the product. No. Rack the price up and resell it. People do it all the time. And then you was out here balling, just balling,
1: just taking pictures. just So from my perspective, if you're the son of the VP and I'm also a reseller and we cool and we friends and you getting shit that I can't get, my nigga, you're getting caught because you're racking up on sales. I can't get to it, but you can get to it. You can get the stuff that I can't get. <laughs> <laughs> he's, getting, if he's getting sneakers that probably
0: will never be released. The sneakers probably, so yeah, my the question. release date is probably not until 2028. <laughs> 2028. So what is he doing now with all of these sneakers? Like, what with, with this. What do we have to do with the merchandise that he does have? Can he continue to sell them? Or is Nike looking at her like, come on. Telling- oh,
1: nine times out of ten, he's most definitely going to continue to sell them. Like, what the hell are you going to do with a whole warehouse of the same damn sneakers? I'm going to go buy some. I'm going to go see where he's gonna what? To- <laughs> it's like- probably not even your size. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to buy it, you know? So I'm just going to say to that situation, what in the caucasity? Because that right there, that right there was something major, okay? That was something neat. Look it up. Let's see. She's going to do some, little, what, a little research. We don't want to know about the VP's kid anymore. All right. So the last thing that we have for Black culture is, oh, no, we got two more things. Aretha Franklin and her estate with the IRS. Oh, so this was a white family that worked for yes! them? Yes. Did you think they were Black?
0: You know, I may have to take my, um. Take it back. <laughs> take it back.
1: What in the caucasity? Take it back. Take it back. oh. Okay. Had that been a Russell Simmons and Fat Farm sneaker, <laughs> would, or Kamora Lee with some baby fat shoes, they would have had a field day. Field day. But, but because it was little Ryan, and that's not his name, little Ryan the reseller. <laughs> little Ryan the reseller. Okay, I love it. Little Ryan the reseller. It was okay, but let that would have been Russell Simmons with them them, them Fat Farm sneakers. It would have been a problem. It would have been a problem. All up and down the Queens. But down hard. It would have been a problem. Yeah. Okay. it would have been a problem. He he was very privileged. And the the mother was very privileged to still be able to resign, step down, and still get a check and still be able to work somewhere else. You know? That wouldn't work for a lot of people. It wouldn't happen.
0: Nike. They probably got a Nike couch a
1: Nike stove, Nike everywhere. I just know it's a bunch of off-white rugs. It's a bunch of off-white books. (laughs) It's it's just a big-ass off-white museum. I just know, I know. Virgil himself probably came in here and decorated, okay? But it's okay. It's okay. I I hope that little Ryan, the reseller, gets to resell his sneakers, his whole little warehouse, because he has a whole bunch of them. I've seen the pictures. And that's it, and that's all you know and
0: that's all
1: but um tell me about tell me how you feel about your girl of aretha franklin i can't never say her name right aretha aretha franklin and her own 7.8 million in tax that aretha franklin oh she closed her eyes guys you can't <laughs> laid in that casket
0: oh with them dorothy daniel's red yeah. shoes
1: bottoms, and said, can you oh. if you motherfucking can Oh, uh-uh, uh-uh, but but she didn't because I heard <laughs> that her sons or some family members has to pay at least eight hundred thousand dollars to like settle the debt as a part of the agreement. Mm-hmm. So ain't nobody cashing out. Um, and, I don't think.
0: And this is, <laughs> that, this really happens, not just with celebrities but when you die all of your business is now exposed so people that you thought that you wasn't going to pay and that you said well you know it's above me now they're not going to give to me
1: i mean that would happen for the average person a regular degular smuggler person probably
0: probably but i'm starting to think that
1: rich people probably
0: don't pay these people that they owe they write I owe you. I'll get you. I'll, I'll come back around. I'll circle back around and make sure that you get paid. But that's a
1: lot of debt though, from 2010 to funny. 2017. And then she passed away. And what I think you told me 2018? 2018. Maybe 2018 if I was... if I'm, yeah, maybe 2018. Yeah, like why 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 do people owe so much to the IRS? Like, do they not go over finances? Do we not that's important. Like, is that like is that not a thing either? Like. Going over your finances while you're alive and you're just having so much making so much money. Why wouldn't you want to pay the IRS? I'm scared of them. I, I don't want the IRS. The IRS. <laughs>
0: uh, if it's one group of people that I do not play with, yes, it's the IRS.
1: I do and student loans. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay. playing with them, I ain't playing with them either. Yeah. They can garnish wages. <laughs> they can definitely garnish your wages. I'm not paying with playing with them either. mm It's just a certain group of people that you do not want to play with. And, and the IRS is top, top, top tier. But th- yeah, I don't I don't play with them. I don't even know who the IRS is, but I don't want to play. Nope. Not at all. But I don't want to play. Aretha is yeah. worth, she's worth a lot. So whatever she owes,
0: I'm pretty sure somebody somewhere got the check and they just want to have to come up off of it.
1: Oh, I hope they're left with something. That's a shame. That's a shame. All right. And last but not least, we have the Kim and Kanye divorce. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Why did we just cancel them like that? (laughs) You know,
0: Kanye, he's been through so much. He's been through he's been through a lot, like mental health
1: issues.
0: And if it's one person that you just want to see come back, you just want to see bounce back and get to them their old self, it's definitely Kanye. Um,
1: I'm talking college dropout. (laughs) Man, I'm talking registration. What
0: a great album, what a great time to listen to music. If he Leaving the Kardashian clan if it's going to do something <laughs> not the clan <queen. laughs> positive for him,
1: great. But hopefully, you know, they had a good run, though. Seven years of marriage. They did good. Oh, seven years? I think so. We oh, can, so fake it I them. Really- but I believe oh, it's been God. seven years. That's a really long time. Or seven year, either a seven-year marriage or a seven-year relationship. But I just pray that. I don't know. I think Kanye will be okay. I, I kind of see this as a good thing for him, like the silver lining. Maybe he'll get back to his self, his sense of self. Maybe because it is difficult dealing with somebody with a mental illness. It's, and
0: it's very difficult. But he has
1: a lot he of drama to be able to deal with. Deal with him while he's dealing with that and healing. I don't think he needs someone that's so much in that limelight. We have such a big scope on their life, like,
0: and that's and that comes with being <clears throat> being a celebrity, and it comes with being famous and having people watch you twenty four seven. Yeah, and he probably never got a chance to even deal with the passing of his mother. I honestly think that was the that's something
1: that he probably will never start of the whole. Yeah, spiral.
0: Right. So I think that and then just not really being able to deal with that. He just never bounced back. But there is hope. Kanye, you know, come home.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Come on home, baby. Just come Come home. home. We about to name the episode. Come home, Kanye. Just come home. Come home. home. No, but I really hope that. uh, I mean, divorce is never easy. But yeah, I, I hope we we out here praying for you, Kaya. We are praying
0: for you, and the black community sometimes is not too forgiving. But we may be able
1: to look past some of the things that you have said and did, and did because you definitely did try to run <laughs> your presidential campaign. We, we just going, we going, we going, we're gonna look over there. He brother Kanye. Will Megan Hatt- <laughs> hat let what was it? Well, Megan hat let me slide like a drive-thru? Uh,
0: <laughs> we just wanna keep him on the sick and shedding list. Oh. And we're
1: gonna keep him. I'm gonna take it that far. I just pray <laughs> that he uh, I just pray that you know he's okay. Or that he'll be okay. Financially, we know. Oh, I don't know. They had a lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, financially, are you going to be
0: okay? Well, okay. North, East, West, South. They oh. have a lot of kids
1: going on over there. Yeah, Your kids are absolutely beautiful. They are. Beautiful. They are. They are. All right. What we got next? What's next? Ooh, man. Oh, man. I've yeah. seen a lot of things about canceled culture.
0: Speaking of our girlfriend, Kanye. I um, love
1: canceling niggas.
0: We love <laughs> canceling. We love canceling. And <laughs> I think I was watching um, the news and the whole thing with the Dr. Seuss. I said, uh, Dr. Seuss is canceled? It's no hope for nobody. <laughs>
1: well, but I mean, Dr. Seuss isn't really our culture. So
0: we you know, can cancel him. Well, I think the cancel culture is not just limited to
1: you canceling within your culture, I think so because I think that's where the where the phrase you know came from. Like we are the the canceling, yeah. of like we. Cancel. I think the culture You're of it is just like a the cancellation is the culture. Like we're we're accustomed now to being able to cancel whoever. Amongst whoever. the black community though, you we don't hear about no white people like we're doing cancel culture. Well, who do you think canceled? Um, Kaepernick. No white culture canceled him. They don't count, though. When they say cancel culture, it doesn't but count. It did count because this man was one of the greatest... He didn't cancel... probably not, not the greatest, but he was a great... If the masses are not able, This man is still not employed with the NFL. They and that's fine. We still man. got him. The Black community has them. White people can't cancel nobody. We're not listening to them. Well, so white for- people are the originators of the cancel culture. Let's so just make sure...
0: So they canceled... Our religion, they cancel our native tongue. They cancel everything about us when they brought us over here. White people are the originators of the cancel culture. Then they gave us the Bible. I cancel them. They gave us the Bible with ten commandments and said, "Oh Lord, you don't don't follow by these, you cancel." Oh Lord, can Christianity is the ghost of the cancel culture. Take it there, this episode. No, take it there, this episode. I'm going to be canceled by the time we finish, but I'm going to just- Leave the finished. religion out of this episode for you have people in the comments out there. To- <laughs> Christianity is the goal of the cancel culture.
1: Oh, Lord Jesus. Mary and Joseph in the manger. Absolutely. So, <laughs> um, you know, I've canceled quite a few people. Oh, I cancel.
0: I cancel people. Okay. But we have to ask ourselves this question. like, Why do we put so much stock into these- celebrities and wanting to cancel them or these famous people and cancel them for something that they may have said or
1: something that they may have done I mean some things are just unforgivable I agree I agree and then sometimes a lot I'm not gonna say me because it's not me personally but a lot of people do cancel celebrities with the quickness without realizing that these people are human beings too and they're going to make mistakes um but they just hold them to such a high regard that they just hold on to every comment every word everything every phrase that they say everything I was
0: reading um I may have been reading a book or listening to this article and it said stop treating talent like it's synonymous with character and it's so hard to remove the character from the talent let's let's take R. Kelly oh shit very 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 talented very talented. But I cannot now focus on your talent because your character is smacking me in my face.
1: Like it's everywhere. Not so only your so character, hard. but your 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 so-called art, your music is a form and a reflection of your nasty doing. So I can't listen to it's a regular so song because I'm not sure where you're going with this. Where did the song come from? Where, like, who are you? Who are you talking about? when you're singing "Bumping and Grinding," Like, is it a 12-year-old child or a fucking grown-ass woman? Like, I I can't. It becomes hard. The same thing with The Cosby Show. So,
0: I love The Cosby Show. I love it. But it's like, well, damn. You know, Bill Cosby just was... It's it's just so hard. It's so
1: hard. But do you cancel the whole show? I don't know how I feel about that situation, though. And I don't give a shit if y'all cancel me or not after this comment. But... I just feel like back during that time, that was a time when they were partying. Wasn't that around a Hugh Hefner time, if I'm not mistaken, like when they would party, everybody would sniff Coke for fucking fun or take ecstasy and stuff like that before they have sex. So I feel like, yes, he may have been involved in some risque type of events and behavior, but how do we not know that that wasn't just y'all thing like y'all a lot of y'all used to shoot up and shit for fun back then like what i, I definitely was the was hard <laughs> for me to it was the era of wild party yeah like y'all I had think. a lot of wild shit going on back then and i just i feel bad for him because it's like yeah have <laughs> been the up king the pudding pop man probably was a turn-up king. He probably but, was a turn-up king. And it goes from wild and crazy to what
0: the fuck when you start drugging people, <laughs> you know? It kind yeah, of okay, well,
1: yeah.
0: we can Allegedly. 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 And, you know, now it, it becomes a thing. In no way, shape, or form do I ever stand and say, well, you know, rape is okay. Rape is- No, rape is not okay. I'm In not saying that. Is but, it not okay. But it's also not okay- to
1: I can't I don't even know how to say it it's just not okay I'm gonna say if rape is not okay I'm totally against it you know I'm I'm for the people coming forth or whatever if you experience that type of trauma traumatic experience but I get kind of eh, when you start talking about how certain people were paid off or how you were paying people over the years so it's just like either you want justice or you want money? Like, which one is it? You was paying for people. Allegedly, he was paying for people to go to school, paying people, paying people off. So it's just like, either he did something to you and you want him to serve time, or he did something to you and you want to be compensated for it. Everybody I don't has a price. Everybody has a price. Yeah, but that's not what I believe in. If you do something to me, yeah, I want you to have jail time. Fuck the money. You're going to jail. right. Is not no, oh, you did something to me, so little Tim Tim is going to go to Temple. No. Go the fuck to jail. You're going to jail. You harmed me. I'm traumatized. You're going to go to jail. And you're going to pay for my therapy. That's what you're going to pay for. You're not going to pay me off. I'm not going to be with you paying me off. I just feel like either you want justice or you just want to be compensated. And then some people can look at being
0: compensated as their means of justice. So you're you're paying me off because now you're admitting that you did something wrong. So I got you to admit that you did something wrong to me, and now you're gonna give me a check for it. Some people are like no, oh, I, may may- benefit no, more. I may benefit more from you paying me off than you rotting the rest of your 20
1: something years left of life in jail. You know, people yeah, no. see I'm not with it. Like it just you ugh, I don't know. It it's a it's a, a tough and tricky situation, um, but like I said, if something was ha- if something happened to me and I was harmed, I just, you got to go to jail. You have to go to jail. And, you know, I don't want to be compensated for shit. You're going to jail, and I don't want you to get out. <laughs> like, I don't want you to get out, and I feel bad for Bill Cosby because like I said, I feel like that was around a time when people was with certain shit, and- you know, maybe it's allegedly on the same lines of the whole T.I. and Tiny situation, allegedly. If they did what they did, you know, people sign up for certain shit and it wasn't, it was more than what they expected once they got behind closed doors. So, you know. For the people that did
0: not know what they were walking into. like That's a different story. But for the people that willingly walk into these situations and you know the possible outcome, it's like, yeah. you can't put yourself, and again, nobody is okay with rape, but- And
1: nobody's at fault. Nobody's saying it's your fault. Right. It's just, it's, it's, you know, I feel it bad is- for Bill Cosby. They, they said that they was throwing old hot dog buns at him in the jail. <laughs> for real. I feel bad for a lot of people.
0: No. You know, the cancel culture, it is so powerful. It can really do a lot to someone.
1: It can. it can, and I mean, even though he did a lot of bad in his past, he did a lot of good for our community. I mean, he ain't never sent my ass to college, but he did a lot of. He ain't <laughs> never sent me a Temple t shirt, <laughs> <laughs> I I Temple crew neck. a Temple crew neck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but he, you know, they cancel, they cancel Bill Cosby with the quickness. They cancel Bill with- Cosby.
0: Bill Cosby, but there were still people, you know, like, well, did it really happen? And he was about to purchase something. And then when you give the black person power, he break, yes, like always try to do something to bring you down. That's true. Kelly, he can never make a comeback. R. Kelly I can never make a comeback. But the thing, uh-huh. is, this is not, to me, the whole thing with Bill Cosby was a little, like, shocking. It was new. But the R. Kelly thing. I've known about this since I was a child. This has not been something new. We knew about this. Me too. Here we go, turning that blind eye. Like, this is not something that is happening. Bill Cosby was more of a shocker. Yeah, Bill Cosby was.
1: was Because it wasn't, you know what, not for nothing. It wasn't like Bill Cosby, this was like an ongoing thing for years and years and years. This is something that Bill Cosby did in his like, I don't want to say prime, but like did you know, when he was like in his twenties or something like that. R. Kelly, you was doing this shit for years and years and years and years and years up until the time that you went to jail. But people knew about it. They knew. And There's the no mind. way in hell R. Kelly could have been in the studio with my child. There's <laughs> no way. And that's people sold. having a price,
0: willing to sell their children out True. for Your a dollar. dollar. True.
1: It just, you know, it went now. Cancel culture for R. Kelly, I'm cool. I'm with that. Cancel his... Throw the hot dog, the stale hot dog buns at his ass. He deserved all the chocolate milk cartons thrown (laughs) at himself. I I don't give a shit about R. Kelly. R. Kelly can die in jail for all I care. But when do you... When is? When does cancel culture become too much? Cancel culture becomes too much when people start treating people like they're not human okay like I said earlier they hold these celebrities in such a high regard that they forget that they're these human. people can make mistakes yeah these people can make mistakes you can't cancel everybody because if that was the case I'll cancel my mom listen like, I got to cancel my grandma <laughs> on wild shit last week <laughs> I said grandma you can't say that
0: so if you really think about some of the things that i may have even said or something so yeah we have even done that has been pro- maybe even culturally insensitive it's like well i'm learning i'm growing let's not be so quick for certain situations to just dismiss and cancel right but All something right. that i am tired of i really am <laughs> tired of the apologies I do get tired of the apologies, but in order for these people to kind of, we want them to be in a space where they can learn from their mistake. Right. So if you're saying something or you're doing something, it's like, whoa, 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 let's, let's try to correct this because that's not okay. Mm -hmm. That's insensitive. Not to say, let's just write these people
1: off completely, I miss Chrissette Michelle. She made a mistake, y'all. Oh. I forgot all about her. I mean, not her per se, because I still see her on Instagram, and I love that she's on right. this journey. But like, I forgot the why of why she was canceled.
0: So I believe she was canceled because she decided to perform at Trump's inauguration. I Is mean, I did we... you check that. That I believe that was
1: the okay why she was canceled. If that's the case, did we cancel like? little Wayne and then we cancel all the people that were pardoned because of and, and Trump. That's the thing. So if I'm then about to take some jail if you're about <laughs> to face jail time and
0: somebody comes to you saying listen, all you gotta do is put on make America hat great again and then we may be able to get you out of that situation. I'm gonna say what color you want me to wear? Blue or red? <laughs> You about to spend the rest of your and you have to think about some of these situations that these people are putting. Yeah, in. I mean, granted, Little Wayne, you probably did whatever you did to put yourself there, but now you have
1: an option to get out of it. To get out of it, which anybody mm-hmm. probably would. Nah. Now, I might as well come with a couple of restrictions because I'd be like, all right, I want you to get me off, but I can't stand next to you. We can't shake hands and kiss babies. It's going to be a whole lot of negotiation. It had to be some backdoor type of shit. You can announce it. I put me up on the Instagram page, but uh, we're we not about to be standing next to each other in no damn blue and red. I, I just ain't with that. Right. <laughs> it's going to come with a lot of restrictions. So but, I think
0: when we look at canceling people, we just really have to um, look at some of the things that we may have done and where we came from and how we have grown before we just decide to, you know, cancel people Cancel right the, the bat, whole
1: person. Right I say I cancel people that's not celebrities. That's my problem there. I it, canceled somebody a week ago. They didn't even do shit to me. Right, left <laughs> right,
0: cancel, <right>, cancel. <laughs> but again, being a celebrity, it comes with your life being exposed 24-7 and we can okay. into your world. So
1: let's not pick one. on. Celebrity. Like, how do you feel about that though? Like, I how do you feel about I don't think that I would ever be able to. I'm not going to say be able to. I don't want that type of stardom where I can't make mistakes. Like, I wouldn't want to be in the limelight like, so much that everything I'm doing is, like, under a microscope. Right. It I has still to want to be. shop at Trader Joe's. Okay. I still want to drive my own car. Like, I still want to go to friends' events and stuff without people all in my face with cameras waiting
0: and it's like they're waiting for you to slip up they're waiting for you waiting for you to make a mistake so we can write about it and blog about it it has to be a very
1: uncomfortable situation that's probably why Kanye West had stomach surgery like lipo did he Oh, right yeah he did yeah like you and people calling you fat and stuff like let me be fat freely like let me be fat freely your wife is Kim Kardashian Poor baby. He went and got lipo. Like, he couldn't even be fat in peace. Let that man have a stomach. Yes! Why can't he? He wants... It's a fumpa. Like, it's let him have eat his fumpa. Make macaroni and cheese, hold the breadcrumbs, and let him enjoy his meal. And you know how I feel about making cheese with fucking breadcrumbs. What in the cold city? What in the mayonnaise community? Don't you ever put no breadcrumbs on my macaroni, and the baked va- macaroni is supposed to be baked. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna take a
0: guess and say that when a white household makes macaroni, I'm not gonna call it big macaroni and cheese. When they make macaroni and cheese, it's because it is a dish. It's the main course of the meal. When we eat macaroni and cheese, that's a side dish. Please it's throw side. have some Better have some type of
1: fish of with fish, it. fish or something. Some greens.
0: It's a side dish, but in other home it is a main dish so they're going to sprinkle some breadcrumbs to make it more filling and then boom there you have it well
1: and your home don't invite me to that that's a seat at the table that i don't want to have because i don't want to be don't sitting a baked macaroni your fucking green bean casserole and that's exactly what it is <laughs> <It's your casserole. laughs> i don't want it i don't want it, it. <laughs> i don't want it who the fuck said let me make some green bean casserole like no no it's throwing shit together trying to make a meal throwing shit together like oh god that's like putting fucking ham cubes in your macaroni like y'all just went in the spam y'all be doing too much what do we got next what do we have next i believe do you have questions from our dps dps on your whip band all right (laughs) all right see the black shit we do (laughs) the <laughs> we do. All right. So the first question, I guess it wasn't really a question. It didn't pose it as a question. It says, "How expectations of strength is harming black women and girls?" Mm-hmm. That's a good one. It is. I'm tired. <laughs> I've been tired. I was tired like yesterday.
0: I don't always want to be the strong black woman. No. Please just sit down and kick my feet up for a second. and I I don't want to always figure it out. I don't always want to carry the burden. I don't always want to have to be the problem solver. The shit is stressing. Very, very. I don't want to always be it. So they put this label on the strong black woman. Oh, but that comes with a lot of weight. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I don't want
1: to have to carry it all. I agree. I agree. And it's just crazy because I feel like we always have to have it all together but why
0: i just had a conversation with um the different standards that are put on white women and that's put on black women so it's okay for a white woman to stay home in their parent house until they get married yeah, but a black woman, why are you still living at home? Why are yeah. you living in your own place? Yeah. Why you don't have
1: your own car? Why don't you have all of these things? And but people in other cultures put on us. People in other women, women in other cultures, it's okay for them to to be at home. It's okay for the husband to be in the home with the wife of other cultures until they get financially stable. I feel in like the black community, we're considered broke if we do that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, they'll call somebody a broke ass in a minute if they at home, but it just all goes back to expectations that other people, not even other people that people within our own culture have put on us as women, as females, we're just supposed to have everything together. We're supposed to have our shit together 24 seven. And that's not how life works. That's not how shit is. It's unrealistic. It's an
0: unrealistic expectation that has been put on us. And then when we don't fulfill it, we're weak. Mm-hmm. We voice our opinion. We're angry. Yes. We yep.
1: can't win. Black women are the most disrespected women. Absolutely. <laughs> on the face of the Absolutely. planet. Absolutely. I had somebody tell me one day when, because you know how I am. If if I feel like if it's a problem, you know, I'm going to speak up, I'm going to say something, I'm going to address the issue with the person. And I get tired of men, when you bring up stuff to them, they see you as combative, or you're trying to argue, or why can't it just be me speaking my mind freely about the situation to try to rectify it? Why can't it just be there? Why do we always have to seem like our strength is, is always seen, is always a negative connotation put on to, attached to it. We can't just never have strength and just be like, it's like, oh, you're powerful and your strength is, is you just being real mean, real nasty, real, real boisterous. Like why, why is it so negative? Like, why can't we just be like, other women in other cultures, why can't we just say something? Why can't we just say yeah. something? And it's like when Hispanic
0: women do it, oh, they, they're fiery. They like that. Yeah, they're feisty. Yeah. They, it's they just feisty. It's cute. It's because like when we do it, it's a whole nother thing. I was having a conversation, yeah. and this guy was like, Yeah, because you silly women. I had to stop it right there. Yeah. It, it doesn't, not only as a black woman, but now that I got something for being a woman from Silly. It's just so much that is put. On us and it is draining. It is so Very
1: draining, crazy.
0: and, and I it's awesome.
1: hold it And it, it's just sad. Like we can't black woman. Let us just do what we
0: do, how we do it. When we, we do go it, through enough do as it. is, okay. We go through
1: so much, and y'all want to in a work, please. Oh, don't even get started in a work, especially in a work, please. I have been called defiant one time, <laughs> like. It's like no, sir. I'm not defiant. It's just that the shit that you want doesn't make sense, so I'm not doing it. We have to show up
0: <laughs> and look a certain way. We have to speak a certain way. To you, you want to a certain way. way. We have to be this image all the time that is not us. The moment when I said to myself, "I'm going to show up how I am," exactly, and I'm going to sit at the same table with everybody else and have this conversation a weight was lifted off. Right. I used to think that I had to just present myself in this way. And no, I took a deep breath Mm -hmm. I wore my hair, the way I wanted to wear my hair. I was able to speak the way that I wanted to speak. And I just had to show up how I am because it just, it relieves so much more. Not Mm -hmm. only do I have to worry about how I'm performing, but now I have to worry about how I am and how I look. As I'm performing, no right. one wants to deal with that 24-7. So I made a promise to myself to show up. Y'all yeah. gave me a seat at this table and I'm about to shake the whole table at this
1: point. And this is show the reason up. why I show up to work with athletic wearing Yeezys with my Nike book bag. And I talk how I would talk, like how I'm talking now to you and anybody else. And I learned that actually from my mom because I think I had like an interview or something one day. And she was like doing a mock with me. And she was like, why are you talking like that? I said, cause that's how I'm gonna talk when I go in there." And she was like, no, you don't need to change how you talk. When you go in there, you just need to go in the room and do the interview, conduct the go in there as you are and do the interview. Why are you sounding like that? That's another thing that has been embedded in our brains that we have to change the way we speak. We have to speak proper or speak like other people know. We need to talk how we talk, which is loud, which is assertive, you know, which is blunt. Be all of that in any room that you're in. Be yeah. you in any room that you're in. We got to do away with the whole, like, you know how they be like, oh, you're, you're talking you're talking white. What was the whole thing like, oh, they, oh they talk white or <laughs> <and> you're <they're laughs> talking too proper. And or you speak well. What the hell did that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? So, so just because they speak well, I speak wrong? Like, what, what is that? No. That's a part of our culture. That's a part of our being. Like, I'm going to be loud. Because that's that's just the tone of my voice. I want you to hear me. I want to be heard. And so I'm, I'm not gonna- angry. I'm excited. Sometimes yeah, you get passionate. Passionate. And I'm passionate. passionate. That's passion coming through. Right. And who, that was also a thing. And shout out to Island Clark from um, underground episodes um, from Boy Run Productions. (laughs) I never forget, he told me, somebody said something about me being loud. And he was like, no, you're being loud and you're speaking because you're speaking with passion. Right. So I learned that from him too. No, I'm loud because whatever I'm talking about, I'm passionate about what I'm talking about. So it's going to come off as loud. And like you said, I'm excited. I get excited. I get excited too. And sometimes they come. And sometimes
0: my excitement comes out in value, right? <laughs> and it might scare you. It might take you. It
1: might, you might be taken back from it. But you know, it, it is what it is. You don't have to run for cover. I'm just right. excited. <laughs> let's be
0: right. who we are, and let's yeah, be who we, are. who we are. and show up how we are, because once you show up as someone else, you have to continue yes. to be as someone else. Yes. So yes. The minute you come in, and that hair look a little different.
1: Like, oh look at that that's new, that's different. I'm I want you to understand you never know who you're gonna get. I'm gonna be a different person. i be a different person every damn day. You might get a bob and you might get Shawaka Tima. Yeah. You might get curly long 30-inch hair, and that just may be fucking Moni. You like you? Just... just believe no matter who you get that
0: day, you're gonna get the best of whoever. Exactly. I show up.
1: And and don't get it, don't get it fucked up that how black women show up in these rooms are the reason why a lot of your companies and your businesses are taken to the next fucking level. So you, may, you may want to let us show up as who we are because that's why your companies are so successful. But that's another conversation for another fucking time. The next one, um, they said dreams deferred. Huh. I snorted. I'm sorry. (laughs) Dreams deferred. What can we say about dreams deferred? It really didn't write it in a question form. It's a good poem. So (laughs) so what can we say about dreams deferred? Like what can we say about that?
0: Some, you know, life is very unpredictable, and sometimes our dreams are put on hold. Uh-huh. But just remember to make a note, make a sticky note to remind yourself to get back to that dream. Don't let your dreams go. Don't forget about that little voice when you were little that wanted to be something and become something. Like, don't forget <laughs> about it. But life is just so unpredictable, and I say it all the time. I had no idea that my life right now would be the way that it is and I am very 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 blessed very blessed um I'm living a good life I'm happy but this is not how I thought it would be I had dreams of something completely different and you know one dream I had was I was going to be a cosmetologist like I just knew (laughs) that was a dream that I had and I'm like you know I'm so far removed from that but I still do think about it I met this young girl and she, um, I said, what do you want to be when you grow up? We were talking about sports and the different sports that she played. She Uh said, I want to be a doctor. I said, oh, that's great. And she said, but I don't know because it's going to take too long. I said, well, somebody told me one time that you're going to get, she said, I'm going to be about 36 or something she said. I said, well, you're going to go to 36 regardless. So you're either going to go to 36 as a doctor or you just want to go to 36. Exactly. No, and you told her right. It's like, yeah oh right I said yeah so you're going to get to 36 Lord willing you're going to get there but who are you going to be when you get there are you going to be the doctor that you wanted to be or are you just going to be 36 so never give up on your dreams write them down remember them and you know reflect back on some of the things that you once wanted because I might pop up on the timeline (laughs) sit in the chairs
1: and laying a sleigh in the wigs okay <laughs> no like it's very important um even if it's delayed even if you're experiencing a delay um eventually something will direct you back to, to that path so not all dreams deferred are just permanently deferred it's just for that time being yeah I'm trying to think of the Alice in Wonder- Wonderland quote where Alice was, was she asking the, I don't know if she was asking, what was the little caterpillar thing? Was it the little caterpillar thing? (laughs) And she was like, well, which road do I take? And he said, it doesn't matter because any road will get you there. Mm. Any path will get you there regardless. Regardless if you're like, something sets you off your path. If it's meant for you to be there and meant for you to accomplish and meant for you to have, you'll eventually you know accomplish that goal you'll eventually co- accomplish that dream so not all dreams deferred are actually deferred if that makes sense yeah it makes perfect sense all right the next one is men who want commitment and men who don't want co- men who don't want to commit but want the perks sorry guys i said that all we have a lot of those out here hmm. and Man. we don't call them men we don't call them men so men who who don't want to commit who won't commit but want the perks they don't deserve no perk no commitment no perks simple as that very simple simple as that no commitment no perks what was the what was the question <laughs> so the, next one moving along ig frauds and for the people ass bums <laughs> <laughs> comes up with this. Uh, IG frauds are for the people as month. We have a lot of people on IG fraud. And I think I was having this conversation with my friend Von the other day about how you be knowing people in real life on Instagram. Okay. Okay. And what they post doesn't align with who they actually are or what they actually have. So can social media
0: be a place to I don't know make pretend like are you expecting absolutely welcome to Alice in Wonderland are you expecting people to be 100% their authentic
1: selves yes because I am but then again everybody is not me everybody is not you so I feel like Instagram is a place for people to make believe it's like a Disney world a digital Disney world a digital visual Disney World. People get so caught
0: up in trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to look like everyone else. And when you do this, you lose your own identity. So, yeah, you may feel like I have to pretend like I have this or I have that. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I'd rather you
1: think that I don't have it. I want you to think I ain't got a pot to head or a I window to somewhere out of, okay? None of it. <laughs> I want you to think of that. I want you to you think my credit score is bad. I want you to think that I'm, I'm, lonely. I'm lonely. i am lonely the whole nine. Because the I people me know me, okay. Well, I want you to think I don't have shit. Have I don't have nothing. I don't have it. <laughs> when you see me pulling up in the car that I pull up, I want you to look at me and be like, oh, she's a school teacher. <laughs> she's what? a school she's teacher. A- <laughs> know shit about me but what i post okay which is i keep it cute and simple so okay so if we're pretending to be if we're pretending to be
0: these bums or or, or these people that doesn't that don't have anything now are we frauding is that a sense of frauding because we're pretending to be as though we don't have it and when in actuality
1: we may have it in abundance Thing. I don't see it as frauding for us because it's not like we're putting out there that we have more than we actually have. We're just not letting you in. out there that we're just we not have. letting you into the fact that we have, which is average to us. We're we're just not. I, I just you know. I, I, I guess <laughs> all right. Fine. I guess I guess we're frauding to it. Okay. It really broke. We're not, but it's not like we're putting up pictures like, oh, look at my broke ass. Like, we just be posting what we be posting. I might post a picture of me in a bathtub full of balls at the damn spin place. But so a person that posts a picture with. You got people posting money to the ear. You got people. And this is just off of things that I know of people. You got people posting money to the ear, and it's not their money. You got people posting in cars that are rental cars that they take to these places and get tinted windows put on it and change the fucking license plate like this is the thing I know people who do this <laughs> you got people that post pictures of cars that are not their cars that stand next to other people's fucking cars they'd be sitting in a friend's cars you got bitches with well, they got they no shaming, no shaming to the people that get their bodies done. If you want to get your body done, by all means, do whatever the fuck you want to do to enhance whatever you want to enhance to make yourself feel cool, complete, and beautiful. But you got people on here that get their body done and be like selling me weight loss tea. Now that is or be <laughs> is- in the gym trying to sell me what they trying to sell me but I know you got your body done bitch you can't help me I have a fupa how are you helping my fupa and you got your fupa done let me know
0: because I ain't going to, to maintain it this is not to get you started this is to help you maintain it when Yes, we want to build not buy
1: like it's okay if you want to buy but bitch I ain't trying to buy it right now I, w- I want to build it you know it's just it's a lot of fraud going on in, in our in our community and circle of acquaintances I'm not even going to say friends because a lot of them are not friends they could call me but I might not pick up but you know like it, but do you hard. honestly do you care I care because then I have to say something to you so if one of your friends is frauding on social oh it it has happened and I've had to say something to the person so there's no explanation that you're going to give me no we're not going to kiki and laugh it off because you got other people looking at you kids teenagers stuff like that it the shit that you're doing is not cool let's not fraud let's not you don't even have to fraud you're not even that type of nigga too far like don't you ain't gotta walk around like that. You just don't. But like you said, are we do are we considered frauds then because we put out images of a, a lesser flamboyant <laughs> lifestyle? I mean
0: again, you said it comes back to just not putting it all out there. So it's people that may put less out there than it's people that may put more out there than what it actually is. So mm-hmm. again, they're creating this image and portraying to be something that they're that they're not. Mm-hmm. It never been that comes deep. From you have to really figure out. Well, why do I feel like I have to do these certain things? And then for some people, it may just be good for
1: business. Maybe this is how they start their business. Maybe this is how. Yeah, I, I mean, I you get know. it. I get it. It was just something that I don't get, and I won't get. But um, all right. So the next one is what well, the next and last one is. Can someone raised from love handle a person raised on survival? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say no. Because I'm going to say no because of a, my a personal experience with it. You, somebody who's raised on survival, the intentions will never be genuine and pure. Because they're coming from a space of them surviving. Oh, hmm, that's, that's a good one. Okay. I'm raised on love. Ugh, I'm trying to talk about the situation without talking about the situation. So, so, so you're saying that, or the question was, someone that is raised. Can someone raised from love handle a person raised on survival? And no, because if your upbringing was based on survival, like, like, all right, I'm gonna try to make an example. Oh, I can't without telling
0: the situation. I have, I have a friend that <laughs> I think it was raised solely on love. Um, and I think a part of me was raised on survival you know given the circumstances you're taught how to survive I think honestly that this comes with the black culture period you're you're taught how to survive and then later on you can learn how to love me personally I think having both is a great balance because I know how to love and then I also know how to survive but being the
1: person you're raised- talking about in the in the means of the love like love can you handle a person like Fuck it. All right. So, <laughs> and the means of love, you have a person that could bounce from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship. Now this person could bounce from those situations within a year span because they're raised off of survival. They may not have a place to go. They may not have a job. They may not have, uh, their finances may not be intact. Um, they may not know how to love because they weren't raised on love. They were raised on survival. So can you really sit and build with somebody and help somebody with that mental mindset? No, you cannot. Well, then that has to be the same thing said for the person that's
0: on love. Maybe they don't know how to survive. So now if I'm somebody, again, I consider myself somebody that may have a little bit of both. So if I have to teach you how to love and teach you how to survive, but there's people out here that, that, like you said, is going to go from relationship to relationship because they need somewhere to lay their head. And then that person is hip to how they are. So now they have to move on to the next person. Being raised on love and being raised on survival, I mean, it's two completely different worlds. And it's going to take a strong person
1: to be able to handle the person built on survival. That song person me. Oh no. That's song person Amen. No, thank you. <laughs> I need you to come from a good, loving space mentally. Because people who are raised off of survival can be users. They'll be users. That's basically once they. That's once. True. Have their needs met or they have what they want from that person, it's on to the next person. It's almost narcissistic, like narcissistic characteristic. Once they have sucked you dry, on to the next. Boom. They get what they get from the next person. Boom. They're surviving. They're not loving. So when they say, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, that's not love. They're surviving until they get to where they need to be and get what they need to get from you. So from my opinion and my perspective, no, you cannot someone raised from love some they probably somebody else probably could but I can't I cannot deal with somebody that was raised on merely survival I don't think I would be able to
0: either um I think a balance would work better for me but somebody that's constantly just in
1: survival mode yeah take a second (laughs) (laughs) take a long ass second all right um what do we have next is it the letter i believe
0: we have a letter that was suggested to us um let's see what we have today all right the letter starts off by saying i've heard it said (laughs) that the only way to really get over someone is to get under someone else Okay. okay All
1: right. (laughs) Hmm. This
0: phrase is somewhat scoff worthy and a little vulgar, but the sentiment has gained legitimacy in the mind as I confront the frequency and sadness with which I still think about my ex more than two years after our breakup. In addition to the fact that it took me ages to even consider my former partner is not the only person in the world worthy of my affection. I also didn't want to rush back into dating because I knew I had so much self-work to do. The problem is, here we go, this is a problem. <laughs> the problem is, I now realize that self-work is a lifelong process, and if I wait until I feel set and ready in that department, I may never date again. Obviously, the pandemic also doesn't help in terms of organically meeting new people, but how can I even mentally push myself along in the process of moving on when I still feel so adverse to the idea of being with someone new? Over it is how 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 they signed the letter.
1: Oh gosh, Let's- um, so I don't believe in the whole. In order to really get over someone is to get underneath of someone else because you're carrying that energy to the next thing and you're not really healing or getting over the situation itself you're just finding something to replace boy temporarily so i'm a firm believer in not getting underneath of someone else but getting underneath and Actually doing the work to heal, like figuring out what it is. Like you said, like she said, um, I'm just now realizing that self-work is a lifelong process. Yes, it is. So that's something that you have to kind of pinpoint and figure out before you even start to date. You don't want to carry anything into something else. Right. Um, Getting under someone else to get over someone else.
0: Again, you're just taking... One bag of emotions yep. to the next, into the next, into the next, and you're just now collecting baggage, and you're gonna become the bag lady,
1: the body lady, the or bag
0: man of- with bags. Whoever, a lot, it is them energy, the energy. Self work. It is a lifelong process, and I think that if you can get to a place of calmness and a place of okay, I know what I want. I know who I am. Then yeah, you may want to try to date again because if you're waiting to you are, you're never going to be completely ready. You know, sometimes we yeah, meet, yeah. meet these people at times in our lives where we never even thought that we would. Right. So I wouldn't say disregard the whole thing completely until waiting that you are ready. But date and be caution. Have caution while you're doing it. Be intentional. Know what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. Um, but definitely give yourself some time take some time and work on yourself figure
1: yourself out first so you know exactly how to approach your next relationship yeah and I'm like like you know Molly said or whatever you you don't have to sit and not date we're not just saying do the work and not date but do the work be open to do the work but also understand that while doing the work it's okay to sit and, and be f- friends, you don't have to just like jump into dating. You, it's okay to get to know the person, don't be afraid to get to know somebody new, but you don't have to sleep with the person to get up underneath, like you said. <laughs> <Because you're gonna laughs> keep that new person and that new person is not what you thought is going to take you right back to that old right in the rabbit hole. And don't nobody got time for that because then you'll be writing another letter. That okay, like the problem. Oh, is... Yeah it's not it's it's okay it's okay to do the work it's okay to get to know someone take that dating out of the sentence like date again you don't you're not dating again you're getting to know someone and potentially seeing if that person if it could be something with that person while healing yourself and she said
0: well again I don't know if this is a man or woman but they mentioned meeting someone organically I don't even know what or how it would look to meet someone organically in 2021? What does that even look
1: like? I mean, we're still dealing with the pandemic. So her organic can mean in Trader Joe's. Her organic can mean be walking in CVS. Like, that. that is still... A thing which is my favorite phrase that's still a thing, you know, getting out your car, pumping gas, and somebody say, Hey, yo, let me, let me gas. <laughs> you know, and, or you getting out Trader Joe's and somebody saying, Hey, did you want pineapple juice? So you're looking at the fire, or do you want cashew yogurt? Like, you still can, that's organic, or I guess what she means by I organic, not being forced, like, you know, how. See, I, I just know think it may be not on like a social somebody network. But yeah, like somebody hooking you up or somebody that you knew previously from like high school or some shit like that. She's talking about <laughs> organically, like you're meeting someone out in this wonderful world we live in that we're so mm-hmm. blessed to live in. Um, that, and then definitely if you're meeting somebody in that space, in that environment, in that setting, explore that option, talk to them, be friends, see. Shit, we just so used to like recycling niggas and dating people and talking to people from if the past. Don't have to if it's one you thing I that, that you picked up the avocado with. Shit, he may know
0: how to make guacamole. He oh, may know no. how to make guacamole, and it's like I say it all the time: there are so many people out here that we have not crossed yes. paths yet for us. And I, listen, I was stuck like glue on people from the past. Couldn't not get off.
1: Shit, get I say but, I'm still stuck.
0: There are other people out here. There are so many more people to cross paths with that you can meet organically. And it's not going to happen if you are closed off, if you stay in a house, if you don't want to go out. That organically meeting someone is not going to happen for you. It's okay too. I just want not be opposed to me. I mean, I know some people, people are not comfortable with going out right now. And I'm one of them, me yeah. right here. I'm totally fine <laughs> with not going out. But I know people who have gotten married off of dating apps. So, again, into the man Trader Joe's, but you may just be able to swipe left or swipe right. All
1: right, all right. It just it ain't right for me, but you know, you can swipe right and swipe left and swipe up and down. That's, that's listen. That's, yeah, but like, you know, like we said, take your time, do the self-reflection, do the self-healing, Um, but take things slow. Don't be so quick to say date, date, date. We just, I feel like we always skip a step. We always skip the step of, being friends with the person getting to know the person don't just be so quick to date don't be so quick to have sex with somebody because you're not getting over the issue you're just pacifying it so be okay with healing first and being alone and being by yourself sometimes being alone is not necessarily a lonely thing but learn the
0: difference between being alone and
1: being lonely yeah
0: being alone yeah. is it's
1: nothing wrong with it being alone is lit i would be alone every day <laughs> a piece of my-, my own little space with my sage and my candle and my unicorn coffee mug with no coffee in it but you know <laughs> and then all right so i wanted to talk about one last thing and then we can wrap it up i'm sorry i know it was like a wing it a wing me kind of moment she made the faces all right um, for our what the wealth segment, I want to ask you, Molly. What are some? Yep, I want to ask you. What are some finance topics you wish they had taught us in school? And then we can close out. <clears throat> and for anybody else listening, be, feel free to message and tell us your things also. I remember, um, this was
0: I was very young, and my grandmother sent me to get a money order. She said, fill out the money order. So I'm looking at the money order and I'm like, well, who's this person? Is this the pay <laughs> sender? Do I put the person in? like, not even being able to fill out a money order, not being able to write a check, hmm. simple everyday tasks, even at a younger age, I was not able to do it. So financial literacy, it has to be, it has to be, mm-hmm. it has to be something that is put into
1: the curriculum into the school. And when I say school, I mean high school. I don't mean college. I mean, I mean before, even before high school, middle school and high school,
0: you have so many young people who start businesses because they are taught at an early age what yes. like. they're taught at an early age about being financially, um, having financial knowledge. If it's one thing is
1: how what is it? What's the debit card? Let's start with the basics. What what is a bank? What is I the what my is first experience with that? Remember the the ATM that used to be across the street from our old high school? Right. I would never forget going there and having to call my mom. <laughs> like it says pin number. I have a pin number. Girl, you should know you have a PIN number. You worked at Wendy's. You have a bank account. And then it was down to the T of, I didn't understand that you weren't even supposed to stand so close to somebody else when you're at the ATM machine. Yeah. Thing that I didn't know. And I was in high school with a whole bank account, with a whole job, and still didn't know.
0: It's, it, just imagine how further along we could be even as a group of people, if we were taught finances, you know, and that goes back to that survival mode. We're taught how to survive, but not really how to figure out how to solve the problem. Mm -hmm. So we definitely have to learn to incorporate finances into our curriculums and teaching children at an early age about financial literacy. It's something that I'm so passionate about. It's so important. And just making sure that if Any opportunity that I'm given to educate someone on, not making the financial mistakes. that, Hmm. Because here I am years later, making sure that I'm cleaning it up. Right, right. I have started at all. And I tell people all the time, I was 19, 18. Mm -hmm. And they sent me a $22,000 check. Girl. For school.
1: I can't
0: tell you how many checks I had. Why did you send me that? Yeah, I made it through four years of college with it but I couldn't right not knowing what I should have did and how I should have handled I didn't know what a a variable rate was Mm -hmm. not having a flexible rate or interest like it's so many things that you just did I did not know that I had to teach
1: myself so mm -hmm. I went through that same experience not with the school check but like I'm talking three years ago I had came into a check. Cause you know, real estate, whatever like that. And I now, when I look back, I I used to get mad at myself. Like, damn, you, you, you sold something, you sold your property. You came into the money. You should have did what you were supposed to do with the money. But no, what you did was you had so much credit card debt, that the money that you made you paid everything off, but you wouldn't have had to pay all of the credit card debt off. And I mean, it was a lot. You wouldn't have had to pay all the credit card debt. Had you known how to leverage the credit in the first place, had you known to not get into debt, like to not use, go over the credit utilization rates for, and you didn't even need all of those credit cards. So the money that you made, you didn't make it to invest it in something else. You had to make it to clean up shit that shouldn't have been in, in the first place. Yeah, we shouldn't have had it in the first I week. was in your 30s. So you just like, or your late 20s, early 30s. So you just, yeah, it's, I mean, the list that I had down for the things that I wish that they would have taught us was student loans and budgeting. Because I felt like in high school, they taught us to apply for college and to be college ready. But nobody taught us about, you know, mm-hmm. the and how much debt it could put you in, right. you know, how you can probably fill out scholarship applications so that you can go to school and earn a scholarship.
0: Millions of dollars go goes unused in scholarship. Mm-hmm. So if you can get that one good essay, and my teacher told yeah. me this, she said, Marquita, get this one good essay, and then just send it to everybody and just start applying. Like I got, I did receive money in scholarship, but of course it wasn't enough, especially coming yeah. from a parent home.
1: but he was out of state so, too.
0: and out of state for four years. There is so much money that is out there for us to get. Um, so we don't have to keep piling on this student loan debt. Student loan debt is ridiculous. I'm just waiting for
1: the day to get that email to say, loan no, forgiven. <laughs> it's and done. It, don't, it, it don't even have to be the whole thing, dear God. Just forgive a portion of it. Even if you forgive half of what's there, I will figure out the rest like I always do just forgive it. And then my next thing was credit and how to leverage. I feel like they teach us to apply for credit cards or they'll, they'll send it to you. As soon as you hit 18, you get a capital one thing in the mail. Like you're pre and Why don't you, but they don't teach you that once you get it, how to leverage it, what you can get, how you can benefit from it. You can do a lot of shit. You could travel. You can, I don't know, fly for free. You can get some shit for free, but those are things that we're not taught. We're taught, we're taught how to be in debt. We're not taught to how like how to avoid debt. We're not, we're not taught that, which is an easy concept to
0: put into a math lesson or, you know, it can go in anywhere, it can fit in anywhere, but it's so important and it's up to us to educate ourselves so we can educate our children so they do not have to let's normalize not passing down struggle. Yeah. Normalize not making our children go through the same thing that we went through. If you know your grandmother didn't know and your mother didn't know, it's up to you now. Yeah. To teach yourself so you can pass it on. I'm making it my responsibility every opportunity and chance I get to educate my nieces and nephews and godchildren. Like,
1: listen, this is it. And let's do away with the whole saying of you got to struggle just to obtain success or you got to struggle just to get success. No. Like, where did that come from? And you don't have to struggle to, you don't have to, you don't have to to work hard and beat yourself up just to attain like success. Like, do away with that mindset. I don't know where that came from. And I think it was David Shands from Sleep is for Suckers, if I'm not mistaken, where he said, and I don't want to misquote him, so I'm trying to hurry up and look for it, where he said that I used to think that. Working hard was the key to success. Boy, was I wrong. We got to do away with that. Like We have to do away with it. Getting yourself up physically, emotionally, and mentally just to get to success. That's not a thing. That's something that somebody else created. And we took it and we ran with it. And it's like, oh, yeah, I got to struggle, got to struggle because this is how I'm going to get it. No, there isn't such thing as working smarter versus working harder. It's definitely a thing. It's definitely uh, Working dollars work
0: for you. You do not have to beat yourself up. You do not have to be sleep deprived 24 seconds. Like, who came you up with can, that? Like, yo, I do sleep when I'm alive. dead. You can sleep, yo.
1: It feels good to sleep. I you love sleep. sleep. Get some I love care. sleep, okay? I love sleep. I am for the sleep. You know how people is for the streets. I am for the sleep. I will sleep as well. If it's one thing that I will do, my ass is going to take a fucking nap, okay? I'm gonna take a nap and it's gonna be a long one. I don't know why people feel like they gotta be sleep deprived just to get it. No, take your ass to sleep and wake up and repeat the next day doing what you gotta do to get the money. I'm, I'm done with that. Like that, that, it's just, I'm over it. So, and then my last thing is saving money to make money, not saving to sit. Because I feel like, us in the African-American community, we always say, oh, we got to have a savings account. We got to have a savings account. But what happens when you save the money? Does it generate more money or are you just saving? So when you have this, this lump sum of money and you have it sitting in your
0: bank, depending on who you bank with, it's probably not even a current interest on it. So to have this money sitting there. We have to learn to make our money work, work for us. While we you have to that. learn how to wisely invest your money. Yeah, have the savings. Cool, six to but six, have six stocks. stocks. But have stocks, have bonds, <laughs> have Roth accounts, have Stock. all the things that you can hold your money into where it's just mm-hmm. not sitting and literally collecting dust because it's not collecting interest the way that it should or could. So invest your money wisely. Very wisely.
1: Don't, now, don't for the people don't don't out there trying insurance to, policies life insurance policies people oh life insurance policy is no you can borrow from your life insurance but the white people not gonna tell you that they've been doing that shit for years not only borrow but a little secret we are all going to
0: die say it louder even though it's a secret we're gonna (laughs) die y'all so instead of trying to leave someone debt, you can take out a two hundred and fifty thousand dollars life insurance policy now you just left Somebody $250,000 to start a business. That's exactly. how you generational wealth. Generational wealth can be created from a life insurance policy. They've been business business. We're not doing no more GoFundMe because we're trying to bury somebody. No, we're going to be yeah. able to bury ourselves on our own dollar and on our own term because we're going to invest in life insurance policy.
1: Is the smartest thing that this girl on Instagram said. I think she was like a nurse or something like that. She got another uh, other business ventures like going on. But she said, why wouldn't I leave my son a million dollar life insurance policy? Why, why would I let my child struggle when I'm going? And it's the smartest thing. Because we've been conditioned that that's the road to success.
0: But again, let's stop thinking that we have to pass down the struggle in order for people to be successful. Yeah, sometimes... Struggle can build character, but let's stop it. Let's stop it. Why? Stop it. If you can do better for your child that was done for you,
1: do it. Your children should not have to struggle because you struggle. Exactly. You're not teaching them anything but to carry on the damn struggle. So, you know, that's, that's, that's all I wanted to do with the what the, he- what the wealth segment. And we can wrap it up. I enjoyed that. So this is my favorite part. Oh, it's shit.
0: important in the black business. I just love it. <laughs> and what you got for us this week? So I was gifted some really, really nice um Greek apparel. Yeah. Really, really nice. And they got it from historically black apparel. This is a 100 percent owned Black Business based okay. in Atlanta. Please check them out. It was um great quality shirt. The fit was really, really nice. I really appreciate it. So That was the Black business that I would like to highlight. Shout out to y'all.
1: Shout out to y'all. Shout out to them. 100% Black owned. Go y'all. All All right. Let's wrap it up, Molly.
0: As always, thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure that you are lighting your sage, clutching those crystals, and of course,
1: doing those Kegels, baby. (laughs) thank you bye-bye you guys